Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And as we've stepped into the new year, what a privilege and honor. You know, as I've been praying over the last several weeks and, and God's been speaking to my heart, I, I, want, you to, I want you to get a hold of uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. For in Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace. Now, I want to read that again. In Him we have redemption through His blood. Now, how did you get redemption? You got it through His blood. So what does that do? The redemption of His blood immediately is the forgiveness of sins. In other words, your sin and your confession is not based on your sin. Your, in other words, your forgiveness and your confession is not going to remove your sin. It's His blood that removes your, His sin, your sin. And according to the riches of His grace. You know, pe- people have said to me over and over, you, you know, Pastor Pete, uh, uh, I was taught that only my past sins from the day I was born until the day that I became a Christian have been forgiven and that my future sins are not forgiven unless I confess them and seek forgiveness. Now, how many times have you heard that? That God forgave you of everything that you've done up until the point you got saved. And from that point on there, you got to ask confession every day. And you can never find that in the Scripture because there's only one Scripture that says that, and that's in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And he was talking to agnostics there. And so he was really talking to people that was mixing grace and the law. Now, my brethren and my sister, when Jesus died on the cross, how many of your sins were future? So, unless you're more than 2,000 years old, all your sins were future then. Jesus took all them upon himself, nailed them to the cross, and declared, It is finished in John 19 and 30, which is one of my favorite verses. So, if you're not forgiven of all, then you're not forgiven at all. If you're not forgiven of all your sins, then you're not forgiven of any of your sins at all. You mean Jesus also died for the sin that I just committed? Yes, I do. Because if we can understand grace, and we can understand this finished work, if we can understand forgiveness, you know, the Bible says that we're lacking because we don't know, and we're barren in our life because we don't know we're totally forgiven. If every moment you're falling in and out of grace, you're not, guys. In the 80s, when Jimmy Swaggart and, and Jim Baker fell, and I, all over the paper, it's, they've fallen from grace. No, they hadn't. They'd fell into grace. And also, for the sins which I will commit. He's, gonna forg- he's already forgiven you of what you're going to commit six years down the road. Yes, that is what he said. It is finished. But, you know, many of us are inconsistent in our believing. One part of us says, God has forgiven me of all my sins. But another part says, yes, but I must still confess my sin to be forgiven of them. Are you like that? Now, I want to, th- I want to, read, I want to quote that again because I think this is a big part of us. One part of us says, God has forgiven me of all my sins. And you get in church and everybody's going to say that. But another part says, yes, but I must confess, still confess my sins to be forgiven of them. Are you like that? And the thing that, that changed me on this is because for some reason we've grown up in the church society to believe there must be punishment and there must be a, a, a punishment or a reward 
for sin. In other words, there must be a consequences for sin. And so I, when I begin to learn that, you know, God is not here to punish us anymore. All the punishment that was placed upon us has been put on Jesus. So, brother and sister, you are forgiven not because of the work of your confession. Your confession cannot wash away your sins. You're forgiven because of the blood Jesus shed for you. His blood alone cleanses you. It doesn't cover you. It cleanses you. It has nothing to do with your confession. If your confession could, 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 could forgive you, then you wouldn't need the blood. The blood is what, confess, what cleanses us and removes us. Remember what Ephesians 1 and 7 said? In Him we have redemption. How? Through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. You cannot believe that you're forgiven of your past, your present, and your future sins and still think that there's something for you to do to make that forgiveness complete. If you've got to do anything to make that forgiveness complete, then it's because you don't understand forgiveness. And so I want you to understand that. You ever heard this? You know, you can't go to heaven with one sin in your life. You're exactly right. You can't. But Jesus removed all your transgressions, all your past sins, all your past struggles. Even before you do them, he's already forgiven. Because the Bible said the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. Now watch this again. You cannot believe that you're forgiven of your past, your present, and your future sins and still think that there's something for you to do to make that forgiveness complete. If you do, then it becomes your work too and not Jesus alone. See, it's all about Him. It has nothing to do with you. Is there a place for confession of sins? Yes. If you have just sinned, you can always tell God about it without feeling condemned because you know that that you already have been forgiven and that Jesus was condemned in your place. But you don't confess your sins to God in order to be forgiven. You already have total and complete and, and it's a finished work forgiveness because of the blood of Jesus. So you're forgiven because of the blood of Jesus shed for you. It is his blood alone that cleanses you and it's not your confession. It's his marvelous grace.